We are not affiliated in any way with Wattpad or the authors of the books we discuss. Every opinion is independently our own, and these episodes are just the two of us chatting absolute shite for an hour of our lives. If you have not yet read the book we're about to discuss, then please be warned that these episodes will definitely contain spoilers, and we all know how much spoilers suck. As always, this is intended to be a PG-13-ish podcast, and while you can expect some swearing, we will be censoring Beth's more colourful language, with Sarah saying something hilariously stupid. If you like what you're hearing and you fancy sponsoring us or supporting us, give us a heads up so we can set up a Patreon to support our dream of actually running this podcast. Thank you for listening and enjoy the episode. I'm going to just use that till we come up with something better. Okay. Yeah, that, that actually works. I'll do that next time. There we go. Uh, so this is our second podcast episode, but this is our first podcast episode since launching the podcast. Like, sit down, record. Like, yeah. we episode zero is out and people have listened to it and we've got feedback from it and it's kind of crazy. People really like listening to us chat shit for an hour. Oh, the tw- some of the Twitter stuff, like, it's insane. It's insane. I I don't know how we have got the this feedback we already. We haven't really released an actual episode yet. It is literally us sitting there for half an hour just talking about ourselves on Wattpad. Oh. And people are coming back going, we really love this. We went on a journey for 24 minutes. We went on such a weird journey. Like There were so I've many had... tangents. We never actually stuck to like one specific thing. But, but people people seem to love it. They like it. That's Yeah, someone at my work came up to me and went, you went on a journey in 24 minutes. And I was like, you listened to the podcast? What? But yeah. It's not we creepy just... tea, guys. No, it's not creepy tea guy. Okay, that's a story for Don't another worry. time. <laughs> that's a, that's our, a bonus episode story that we have lined up for you. <clears throat> but yeah, so before we actually start this sit down proper, go into the review, I just wanted to be like a big thank you and a shout out. And you've just really made us feel very welcome, very loved and feel like this isn't just some crazy idea I came up with in December. It's actually a thing people want to hear. That's what's strange. It's, it's actually been so great for us to actually get the feedback and have people go, no, we really want you to continue doing this. Because oh, originally we didn't know how much this was going to hit. We didn't know if it was going to be an absolute home run or if we were going to stumble on the first base. And yet, Our here episode we are. zero is going well. We'll see how episode one goes. I feel like that's going to be the real That's going to test how it goes. But so far, it's hopeful. I like it. Go us. So yes, we appreciate every single one of you that has met us. We love you guys, and don't stop telling us stuff on social media. It's so insane to have people message us out of the blue about this kind of thing. Please Ah. keep giving us feedback on what you like because it it'll help us in the long run to create a podcast that people will actually want to listen to, and we can give people what they want rather than chatting shit for an we hour do have every time plans in the work for like not just reviews like we have some yeah. like other things so don't worry we have there's a lot of bonus goals. episodes that we've got 
planned. That are like already planned out, ready for us to record if this ever actually hits. So this week we are reviewing Sticky Notes by A Wish Granting Factory, which Can was... Can we once again reiterate how much we love Wattpad usernames because... Oh. I know. I, it's one of those small things that is just... You either can't pronounce them because it's letters and numbers or some Russian notification like you got, or it's that, some... Yeah, that was... <laughs> just for <laughs> clarification, we had a no- I had a notification come through on my phone for the What Are You Reading Instagram. Twitter, I think. No, Insta. Okay. I think it was, it was Instagram. And for some reason, it was in Russian. Yeah, and I've looked back on our notifications and nothing is in Russian. Like To no clarify, I liked... cannot speak Russian. I have never attempted to speak Russian. I speak Welsh and English and that's about as far as my language barrier goes. So I don't know what happened. Yeah, really... it was so strange. You just messaged really me being scared. like... You read this too. It's not me going and say... Like, this is one of those 10 o'clock at night we're both in bed being like, we're tired. We, am I, I just hallucinating this? I I wasn't having a stroke. <laughs> so yeah, it was... That's one of the things for Wattpad. You either have the most epic names like this, a wish-granting factory, like... Am I, I don't... When I sit down to log into, like, websites, I don't try and think of an epic... Like, my Tumblr and all that is not cool. Like, my Wattpad is my own name. So people can sit down and be like, yes, this is going to be my name. I'm like, how do you just think of this on the spot? It's great. Like, I'm amazed and in awe. And we just... We love Wattpad. Nuna? Notifications? Usernames. What was that? I don't know. I, I actually haven't got an answer for you. That's fine. Okay. So, before we go into, like, deep topics, what was your overall thoughts on this? I I really enjoyed it. I liked the plotline a lot. Like, it was so carefully thought out and sensitive. That was, yeah, a depiction of a t- these kind of topics and disabilities. I genuinely was really intrigued going in. Um, and I feel it was handled with such love and dedication that it you understood it, but it also didn't glorify. The, it went in and it showed the cold, hard truth of what it is to suffer from being deaf and selective mutism. And it shows the bad parts of it as well as the good. Like, it Pretty doesn't much. just... It doesn't glorify it like you said to the point where oh it's great to have select mutism or it's great to be deaf but at the same time it shows that it's not the end of the world to it have said, those took these disabilities and it was one of those and it's like but that doesn't stop them from being human it doesn't stop them from feeling emotions being people it's not their defining character trait and that was one of the things i was really anxious going in because there's some books that are out there in the world where the disability is their character it's like everything is built around that one thing but with sticky notes it goes so much further because the first instance where you walk in you've got louise who is physically incapable of being able to talk to people in public and you've got jared who is deaf is deaf i yeah there's literally that no is other a, way to say his, it he's, that's, that's that's his, that is, he is deaf but that's how he comes across as well which Okay, we're just going to go into characters now, but that was one of the biggest things for Jared that I was in awe of because he knew he's been deaf all his life 
that's his normal, that's his normality. But he's gone out his way to educate people around him and he really appreciates those around him to make his life as normal and humane as possible. So, like, all the teachers at the school know to, like, enunciate and talk directly at him so he can read their lips. His two best friends have gone out their way to learn American Sign Language. Like, it's one of those things he's, like... um when he meets Louise's parents, he's like, yes, I'm deaf. Like, he comes out straight at it, it's blunt. He's like, I know it's awkward for people, but it's just better to get over that hurdle. But I think that's part of the reason why when him and Louise get together, that it's like, there's something that I actually wrote down because it was so cute. It was like, yes, in this our world, they are seen as... Abnormal is not the word she used, but it was something like that. But together... That is their normality and they've made a normality together. And I was like, that's adorable. But that's also very true because they found the one person, as much as the people around them can try to understand, they found the one person who, without even trying to explain it, can understand. Yes, from two very different points of view, but it's like at that core they have the same... It's a community... It's not even like... A disability thing it's a communication issue for thoughts being processed to other people that's what the it's not even a spelty thing it's just communication between other people that it's just there's a there's a barrier that they both struggle to struggle in a way that normal normal quote-unquote people don't and I thought it was very it was one of those things it's like they had that as like a ground like level and everything else kind of built on top of it and it was very sweet so it's like for somebody who has never really dated anyone and doesn't really have that much experience in terms of talking the boy is smooth oh yeah he is so good but i I was rooting for him it's like there's the point where he goes telling a cute girl i'm deaf isn't usually my opening line and i'm just like Boy, <laughs> where does this confidence come from? Like, what the hell? And then I remember there's one bit where he goes like, I think she compliments his voice after she heard him talk to his friends, and he goes, "I would say you have one, you have a nice voice too, but I can't, can't hear, hear you." And it was like he made a joke about his own deafness. You're like, yes, yes, like, we, we love a confident boy. What got me? I'm trying. I don't know if I've got the chapter written down completely, but um, you know when you're getting to the point in the book where everything's going too well, and then she overhears the girls, and then she kind of. I completely understood where she was at that moment, and we'll get to that when we talk about her. But it's the fact that he was like mulling it over in his head, and he could have done that stereotypical boy thing in all these books, and they just shut down, they push away, but I, he, no, he went over to her, he demanded answers, he let her understand the reasoning, and then he actually, instead of imploding in her face, took that reasoning on board, and reassured her, and I was like, yes, boy, yes, reassure her insecurities, that's like, you don't see that in human beings, you know that, me with insecurities, so I why, was like, yes, boy! <laughs> that's why they're such a perfect balance for each other, because Louise is this small little bean Mouse. that is just overflowing with anxiety and insecurity, 
and she's she is the perfect depiction of an actual human being where she is sensitive yet selfless because she hears those girls talking about him and talking about her saying that she's holding him back and stuff and her immediate reaction is right i'm gonna let him go so that he can go and achieve everything he wants to achieve but i'm going to have to do this for him because he will not do that like he will not do that yeah but then he is the perfect person to come in and reassure her because he is so balanced and he understands his point of view of it all, but he takes her side on board as well and he communicates it to her in a way where he's soothing her anxieties while showing her she has nothing to worry about yeah. and it all. Oh. As one overthinking queen myself, as you know from how many... Holy shit, am I your, Jer- am I your Jared? You're my Jared! Holy shit! Oh my god! Yeah. By the way, you don't know how many messages this girl has got, either like voice messages or screenshots of me being like, I'm overthinking. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, that, that is our I'm, friendship. I'm sorry. I've, um, I'm on 45 minutes sleep today and I'm having a mental breakdown. Can I just message you a massive paragraph or audio clip and you're just like, girl. <laughs> yeah, I as one overthinking queen, I could understand and i would have done the exact same processes as louise like it was one of those things every time it got to that point i'm like i get where you're coming from i've had that exact same like mental process and then taking it like 15 steps further so when he was like reassuring and was trying to have the communication my heart was just like i need a jared i'm sorry but he like this is like i get that so much i was like this is why I couldn't date in high school. <laughs> but I've been so... single for nearly two years now. And he has put every single relationship I've ever had to shame. And the only issue is he's fictional. And by the I mean, way, the swimming I mean, I thing is also like this. a very good thing for me because I was a competitive swimmer, so I was like, I can get behind this. Yes, please. We, so, we, we love Jared. We stand though, Jared. I am a simp for both of this, them, though. Oh, I am. Though I will say for him, the whole, like swimmer hot bod as a competitive swimmer it either went from like the swimmer hot bod to like a potato in water and they still were very good swimmers so the fact he got this one was very lucky for him he got the the, he didn't get the potato he got the swimmer hot bod but like all their cute pool moments i was like yes this is great go him oh yeah we we are not jared falling into the pool when he tries to snog her i was like that's so it was such a good moment because you could have went in like the stereotypical romance thing but it was more of a funny it brings such a great sense of realistic humor to what what was already such a cute situation but it made it cuter because even though he's supposed to be like this sporty kind of popular guy he's still such a nerd that's what I'm saying for (laughs) being the the quote unquote jock like if you were going to he wasn't he wasn't the jock at the same time like he wasn't like the Gryffindor I'm going to he was, jockey oh, he run in he's uh, they're both hufflepuffs they're both hufflepuffs they are this is the ultimate hufflepuff right romance now. oh i'm a slytherin yeah. oh my god we are the, we are a slitherpuff pair we're going to take over the world we've just realized this about each other <laughs> but yeah, a, i think this the, is the first time we've ever actually realized this yeah well, the, this is the ultimate Hufflepuff adorbs romance between the two of them. 
But yeah. you just want to you just want to wrap both of them up in a blanket and just be like, no one will ever hurt you. That's how they end in my mind. I'm like, you guys are now set for life. Nothing's gonna go wrong. So they're both going to college. So they're only seventy miles away from each other. It's fine. It's fine. So yeah, we'll go to Louise. Sum her up in five words. Oh. Right. We already had sensitive and selfless from me earlier, so there's two. One, two. Um, ooh. I want to say small bean, but that's another two words. We'll just make a hyphen, then it can count as okay, one. Okay, small. we'll go small bean for this. Do you want to help me? Do you want to help me with the last two? Because I think I'm trying to because you know I can't think of the exact words because she has got hidden confidence. She's nerdy as hell, but like that could be just me projecting. Because you know, but yeah, she has like she has a hidden confidence. I'll write hidden confidence because like, like the first time she met his mum, she spoke. Like eventually like with his friends, and is it is it what was it she said? It was like she wasn't given the time to panic, so yes. she was able to just immediately Do communicate. It. Yeah, and oh. then like the whole like it was one of those she, she did keep pushing herself, which was why I'm saying hidden confidence because <clears throat> the minute she started to overthink, that's when things went wrong. But yeah. she wasn't when she had kind of that support system she eventually built with him it was one of those I can do this, maybe I have to take small steps to go there, like go to the football match or when she went to the swim meet for the first time she had to sit at the end, but it was like I can do this if I do it within my own terms and I think it was a really healthy mindset for her to grow and build throughout the whole thing. Yeah, because the book... She's growing within herself as sort of a... It's sort of her trying to justify to herself that she needs to be better for Jared. That's, yeah, how she starts, but I think... But as it goes on, you slowly see her, like, develop these mechanisms where it's her getting stronger for herself. I think she, in her mind she hadn't, she hadn't put two and two together yet, but he definitely did. So that's why he wasn't discouraging... It because and even her parents could see the positive effect and it wasn't until she kind of had that sit down with her mum yeah and had what I think how I read it I don't know how you read it was like probably the first proper mother daughter full interaction they've had about such a deep conversation because obviously we saw her when we first met her parents her anxieties kind of got in the way of ending what could be a very stereotypical parent like child interaction yeah so I think definitely i i felt quite emotional when i read that one with her mom because they did manage to have that full conversation because it was something they both needed as well on top of like everything they were discussing i was like that's such a poignant moment for her and her mom as well yeah it was just i think her being able to sit down with her mom and just apps like just lay everything out on the table with her it was so teenage and typical and it wasn't prevented by this anxiety she had yeah it it was such a nice moment to be able to witness for her because from this from the start what we see is this 17 18 year old girl who has had to pick her entire life up 
and move two hours away because because her old her school, school said they could deal with it. Her school said they it was either they couldn't deal or they didn't want to deal. Which either with way, select- it's a slap in a face for a teenage girl because going through high school itself is painful. Like she'd been there for three and a half years as, up until mm. that point as it was. Why could they not deal with it for the remainder yeah, of that school year? Because what changed. Oh, I'm so annoyed by her old school the more I heard about it. I'm like, this girl, yes, she has anxieties and stuff, but that's still a, that's a dis- disability. And that's some sort of discrimination from the school's part because for how many, three years, she's probably got routines, she's got like comfort zones, she's figured out coping mechanisms to make her life as normal and as easy as she can. To the kind of them turn around and be like, no, nah, we can't deal with you anymore. That will have her going from like... Maybe that is a spiral a she potentially could like, not I'm, ever. Exactly. I'm like, if she'd gone to any other school, yes, she with Jared here, it, may, it was a positive. But take away the fact that this is like a romancy thing. In the real world, that could do so much damage. Literally. And I got so annoyed by this old this old school we heard nothing about. I was like, as a high school disability student, because, you know, dyslexic writer, irony there... Um, I had gone through a lot in primary school like they didn't know I was dyslexic for the longest time uh, they thought it was just a handwriting issue for me and they made me in primary 7 which is like the year before you go to high school go back to primary 1 like the first year to relearn how to write with the primary 1s like I had to sit in a class with 4 year olds to relearn how to write like, my school did that, and that did um, so much bad for me going into high school. I was a nervous wreck thinking it was, yeah. like, an issue. But then they figured out it was dyslexia and they could do stuff for me. And I'm like, if that was something so small for me in primary school, imagine something as huge as what this girl has to deal with. Anxiety-wise, and the thing is, when, when she's that. already been diagnosed with this severe anxiety disorder, and it's very clear that it's... Yeah. It's not easy to deal with... But it is manageable. Yeah. For you to, t- for them to turn around to a seventeen-year-old girl, that's going to have so much damage. Because as a seventeen-year-old girl, you go through so much shit as it is. Yeah. High school like, itself is just. It's more no. No. I will never I, go through high school again. Thank it. you very much. Oh, no. And puberty and just drama. Like we go through enough drama, the two of us as it is. And like it's like we're t- we're twenty one and twenty four, and we've seen enough drama in our it. lives to just never need to go through it again. So at seventeen, and then she has obviously all the college stuff she has to deal with as well. So that's just another level of anxiety that she's already dealing with to get and get told. I was just like, I want to cuddle this girl. Like going in, Cause... I was just so. She hadn't, like, I was like, I'm rooting for you, gal. I'm rooting for you. Because it's like applying to go to university for me was such a stressful experience. Like, it broke me down so much because I would sit there stressing over, right, I need to get these grades. But what if I don't get these grades? What the fuck do I do if I don't get into my universities? And it it is a spiral. Oh, I was in the same boat as her as I didn't know what to do. I honestly didn't know what I wanted to do until the Christmas of my sixth year of high school. 
and I was lucky then that we really don't start applying till about February time for like the Scottish system but I didn't know what I wanted to do at all so like that doesn't help like that's kind of where she is she doesn't know where to go she doesn't know what she wants to do and she also has that added pressure of finding somewhere that can take her that can help her normalize what she's dealing with it's just it's a so stressful and to ask someone so young this is just a personal opinion asking someone so young to figure out what they want to do for the rest of their lives like what pressure like i don't know what i want to do still literally <laughs> like, i mean I'm look in... at this we, we created a podcast <laughs> like i'm in my third year of university i've applied to do my master's next year in english literature just like i'm doing my undergrad but I have no clue what I'm going to take away from this. The mm. only reason I applied with English literature is because I love it. I'm good at it. It's something that I know that I'll be able to survive. Yeah. But God knows if I can survive doing this outside of uni. Oh I don't gosh, even know. No. I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, yeah. Like, well, it's one of those. You can apply to uni and do stuff. Doesn't mean that's what you're going to end up doing. Like, look at me. I have a like, theatre and degree. film degree. And I work in a warehouse. So, it's just one of those things, like... Which we're think... trying to do something with your degree. We're trying. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we're trying. Uh, but it was one of those, Louise... I could understand the pressure she was in. And I had so much awe for the fact that... With all that pressure, she we only really see her having one major meltdown. And even then, it's like the end of it. That. that Yeah, we never actually see, like... We never watch the extent of the anxiety where she actually does apply to the colleges. No. Which is arguably one of the most stressful parts of it. We only oh, ever... Oh, gosh, yeah. It's like, we only ever see the breakdown in the lunchroom after she's come out of her talk with her counsellor and they were like, you need to start thinking about what you're going to do. The, the reality of real life kind of hit her kind of thing. It yeah. Was a, yeah. That, and you just, you just want you to just bundle like being, her up and cuddle her. Being, but yeah, uh, then I think that also makes you so proud of her towards the end. Not just because of college, but where she... If you look at her from chapter one to where she is chapter 40, the complete confidence... And yes, she's still the same character, but there's just so much about her that you're just like, you can ju- you're just in the crowd being like, yes, girl, go you, woohoo! Like because like, she's you just li- you literally watch her. She's grown, grown so much from this insecure, anxious little bubble that has been forced to move m- move her entire life, and then she ends it, and she has matured so much, and she. She's confident in herself and she's confident in her disability. You don't feel which as nervous about her going into the next step of her life, which is college. You're kind of like, yes, this is going to be a massive hurdle for you, but I'm not as scared for you to go ahead and do it as I would have been, say, you were in this spot at chapter one. So the be- I think the best way to describe it is chapter one, you see her very much fighting with her mutism and she's... Mm-hmm fighting against the anxiety that's ripping her apart from the inside. Yes. Chapter 40, she has embraced it and she's turned it into something that... Positive and she, she knows she knows strength. She knows she's not 
fully capable of actually getting rid of it, but she knows it's there and she's embracing it to a point where, yes, it's a part of her identity. But it's not but her it's entire... not her. Yeah. And, and it's, character it's such development... A ni- that was such a nice arc to watch. But I think going into this, the book doesn't much have much of a plot plot. No. It's a very much a character study. But I think that's what but makes it work so well. I think that's what's needed. It's needed that way. It's a character study with quirky elements. Like I think if, the... they were, if there had been a specific plot to the writing that was happening, it would have taken away from the development of what Oh yeah, 100%. They I think, were growing. I think there's... No, I'm just putting it out there because there's some people who read for plot. There's some people who read for characters. I read for both depending on what can be offered. So I like this. Once I realised this was a character book, I was in the right headspace and I loved the, every single second of it. But you know I mean? There's some books that are like... Wish you, it depends. But this is for the people out there that don't do like character study books. This is very much a character study. But even give it a go to watch how it's written because it's very cleverly written using Wattpad, the limitations of Wattpad. Yeah, because the author did such a good... They made such a good decision with having the alternating viewpoints from the chapters. So starting with Louise and then chapter two going to Jared's and then alternating between the two because you watch both of them grow through these chapters and, like, when you've only really got one viewpoint going in in a in a book, you you're getting one side of the story. But but this by, you needed both for this one because you're watching both of them grow with each other. Yeah, and it's essentially you are just watching Louise grow. Uh, Louise through is her the core, anxiety, but I think Jared Jared needs that as well because I think. To understand her and how he can compliment her in such a way, you kind of have to get to know him because he's at that point where she is aiming to be. Yeah, and he has, you a, need... he has an old, a whole other level of anxieties and stress to deal with, but he's at the point where we're all... He starts where Louise ends confidence-wise. And it kind of gives you that hope that she will keep progressing because of Because it's like that perspective switch... You're not just watching Louise's documentation of her growing herself. You get to watch Jared watching her grow. And you get to fully understand that actually it's not just because Jared's in her life that she is developing into this mature, confident young woman. She is doing it herself. It's not anything that's Mm -hmm. being forced upon her. Yeah. Well, one thing I really liked outside all of that is the multimedia aspects because the sticky Wattpad, notes, man. But as I'm saying, but Wattpad as a site it is very limiting on how you can put stuff on the website because I write a lot of stuff on Word, but then say characters write letters to each other, they'll have different char- the f- handwriting fonts and stuff. Whereas obviously on Wattpad you have bold, underline and italics. That's really about it. So I really like the fact that also in her like opening disclaimer, she was like, this uses multimedia. If you want the full impact, 
read it with Wi-Fi because that... I No, I read that and I was like, yes, girl, tell people this because if you don't, you're going to get so much hate because I can't see this. I can't. But you're like, no, this is needed for this to give you the full effect. And it was just, it was epic to see. And it was one of those, I'm like, it was really nice to see them use the platform or the limitations of the platform and work work around it because yeah. it was something different. And you can... You, I've sort of read books, like, print out books where you've seen emails, you've seen texts. So the fact you get to see these also on the Wattpad was really refreshing to see and stuff as well. Like, it was just something I found really interesting and very smart of her to do. Like, I just really enjoyed that. But yeah, the post was such It was such so a good. nice touch to have the multimedia of... The different coloured sticky notes, the different oh, yeah. handwriting. So, the, when they went the shopping notes. and he got the different sticky notes, my heart melted. And I was like, I didn't even realise. Like, He's such like, a gentleman. But it was one of those, I didn't even realise the colour difference. And then I read that sentence and I was like, my heart. <laughs> it's just like, and you've got the different handwriting, the different coloured sticky notes. You've got the notepads and the notes app on the iPhones. And it's just so intricately thought out the way that she's gone about use well, the way they've gone about using this multimedia that you're just like, thank you. <laughs> no, yeah, it's really, really smart. And it was one of those I'm like, wait, you have taken what is limitations and then done something creative and clever with it. And you've kind of made what you can use to make your story like up at once one more than everything else like but also without taking away from the core themes messages what you're trying to it was just very cleverly done and i felt like that definitely needed some sort of shout out because i was amazed by it like it was so quirky but also great like it wasn't just sticky notes they used text messages they used the the note app on the phone and all this stuff and it was just it was very clever so well done it's yeah it was just so thought out in the sense of the author seemed to understand like they're not always going to have sticky notes and notepads on hand and just it's just the thought process and how careful the author was in developing these situations it's just so amazingly written and realistically oh. The whole story you can tell is a labour of love and I really like the fact that also in the disclaimers I like I went back and reread the disclaimers once I finished because sometimes you've got they to say something and you don't you? actually ever compute it. But it was one of those she did write, um let me see, I think I took a screenshot. She wrote some but she did a lot of research into it. And it was one of those like things where it's like if it's done wrong please tell me but I have done a lot of research and it was one of those looking back you're like yeah you can see you're not trying to glamorize you're not trying to dramatize you're trying to show the real harsh truth but you also have gone back and done your research because I can't say if this author is anxious to the point she's mute or he's mute or is deaf I can't say that I don't know them but the fact that they have taken something that to some people is their normality, is their life, and done something as sweet and epic and confident building as the story. It's really nice to see she's taken it they've sorry, I keep saying she, they've taken it seriously. You're doing sorry, it I'm me, assuming though. you're a girl. <laughs> I know. But you they've taken it seriously as a topic and I think 
that's one of those things that sometimes the media and other books that are published don't do for these kind of characters and I think that's just one of those really nice it's really refreshing to see and read no yeah definitely yeah it was also interesting to read as well because it's, it's a lot of their anxieties are normal anxiety that sounds so really bad to say probably but like anxieties i've had as a human being on top of it and then they're like realistic everyday anxieties that every teenager has at one point or another seemingly battled with yeah and it's one of those i think people don't some people might not put two and two together to be like oh wait there they will have the same anxieties as me and it just makes them more humane more realistic and just makes me love them more. They're the most epic Hufflepuff love I've ever read. It's just, and I don't do romance like books. I don't do sappy <laughs> romance books like at all. But this one, I'm just sitting here today finishing it off being like, oh, you better have a happy ending. <laughs> but yeah, even though the romance is a very intricate part of the plot, it's very much not the sole purpose of it. Oh, gosh, yeah. Like, it serves... Once you fully get into it, it serves as kind of like a secondary plot. Oh, yeah, 100... Yeah. It's there because... Not that's where it would realistically go, because boys and girls can be friends, just putting that out in the world. Mm, That's one of those peppy... As someone who has male friends that are purely male friends. The fact that every male friend has to be a romance really annoys me when I read that. But, like, it was one of those, as organically, you could tell he was interested from the start. Like, as you said, he is game. Like, this was where... he. This might have not been his intentions from the start. Like, he knew that. But he was interested from the start. And I think it was a case of building her confidence to the point where she could accept a romance. Yeah. In her life. Definitely. Because that's the thing, you definitely see the self-destructive behaviour of her thinking she's not worthy of it, where she originally breaks things off and is like, no, you need someone better, towards the end where she has developed this confidence to the point of, no, I really like him and I deserve to have a chance with him. Yeah, because even though when she first broke it off with him, he turned and went, I want to fix this even to be friends, so you can tell... He wants her in his life either way and he was really going to be respectful for her boundaries depending on when he learnt the reasons because she was being very non-communicative. Non-communicative? That's a word, I think. I'm not sure. What are your overall thoughts for the book then? I I mean, we both obviously got positive thoughts and I would 100% anyone who is even remotely interested, I think... You will really enjoy oh, the yeah. book. It's very, it's very heartwarming. It's one of those really nice romances that are like just heartwarming, and you just want to cuddle them and be like, "Thank you for existing." So definitely give it a read. But what are your just like summarizing thoughts? What's your conclusion to this word essay, voice essay? My mind's gone blank now, but um, <laughs> but yeah, it is such. It's like you said, it's such a heartwarming book just because the topics that it deals with and how sensitively researched and written it all is, it makes it such a nice read. 
Oh, sure, yeah, 100%. And, like, it's such a nice read to the point where once you start reading it, you don't necessarily want to stop, and you can finish it in a day. In a day. If you try. Yeah, it's 100% a day's read. I would have, like, finished it on... I'm, it's one of those, once again, Sarah finished the book day of recording, yeah. but I would have finished it yesterday, but I had a, re- a writing splurge in that I'm not going to stop when I want to write, I need to write, but like, I think it's now, that's going to be a tradition, we don't know how to start the podcast and Sarah finishes the book day of recording, <laughs> but it is 100% <laughs> a day, you can read in a day kind of book and you don't really want to stop it's kind of one of those sweet things that you go back to and it's like a little bubble of happiness apart from that little like anxiety spell she had because teenage girls are annoying because it's like they end on such the perfect little cliffhangers of you want to keep reading to find out what happens yes especially because you're ending on someone's point of view and you know you're going to get a new one the next time you start that's going to like shift your opinion some of things. information you've been told yeah yeah 100 percent. and just you're gonna fall in love with jared and be like i need one of you in my life and then as we've established then you'll just look at your best pal and be like you're either my louise or my jared and we'd be great yeah well, like us two <laughs> <laughs> Well, I need, yeah. I need my Jared. I need a Jared. We do need... We all need a Jared. We all need a Louise in our life as well because she is just so adorable. She really is. And I just want to hug her. Just and need then someone I'd be like, to protect. Get together. And there were so many times before their first kiss I was like, and kiss, and kiss, and kiss. You just ask for consent. Ask for <laughs> consent and kiss, and kiss. Just like, but yeah. Can you, it's like, it's... Squeeze. It's not necessarily a slow burn. But it's such a nice pace to it, knowing okay. that she's struggling and he's trying not to push the boundaries. Yeah, and I think that was really healthy and re- refreshing to see a boy's point of view without her having to be like, "These are my boundaries." He just read her like signals and her person, her her body reacted and went, "These are her boundaries." Like he read it from her instead of her having to explicitly state it. Yeah, Which I thought was he, really refreshing was so, to read from a male POV. The, yeah, he was just so observant in what she was I'm doing and how yeah. she was reacting to everything that he was doing to her. That he understood her on a level that's not easily understood. Yes, and I think that's part of why they both kind of deserve that relationship they find within each other because they do understand each other on a level that as much as maybe their parents want to or their friends want to, they just can't make that final leap. They can do everything they can, but there is always going to be that final leap that they too will understand because of the circumstances they're in, which I think was just very sweet and very nice. Yeah, it really is. It just made the whole thing adorable. Yes. So yes, if you want a really heartwarming read, day's read, we both highly recommend. 100%. Definitely highly recommend. 100%. So, yes. Cool. So yeah, oh, okay. We have episode three. It's Ladybirds by Lady Meringue. Meringue? Is it Meringe? 
Morang. I think I don't know if Marine. It's it'll be up on our Wattpad, and I will tweet the link out. I'm not gonna. I can't pronounce this, and my dyslexia is making letters move. But it's called Lovebirds, and I don't know anything about it because Beth's read it. I, I actually don't know if you haven't read it, this one yet. <gasps> She's not read it. I'm sure I will get updates throughout the week as she reads it, and then on Monday, on my first day off, I'll be like, huh, I need to read this book. Just there, just like, right, Beth, have you read it? Well, yes, yes, I have, Sarah. <laughs> so, yeah, this is uh, us going into The Unknown Together. That's fun. I think this is the so first that's... time this has happened since we started. I only took up to episode two. Woohoo! So before we go, I want to give a little shout out to all our social media because throughout the week we actually launched our Facebook page. Thank you, family, for um, liking all that. Slash all my friends on Facebook who got notifications being like, like this page. (laughs) Yeah, I saw your mate had shared it on his... Oh, that's my unofficial twin. Yeah. (laughs) Love you, Mitchell. But yeah. It's one of those, we now have Facebook, but we also have Twitter and Instagram. We are probably going to be most active on Twitter and Instagram. I'm going to try and be more active on Twitter and Instagram, which is just, what are you reading? That's our handles. And we do have a Wattpad, which is the Welshie and Scott pod, because... Wattpad hated us. Wattpad. They don't, yeah. One day, once we're like up there popular, we're going to get there. Uh, we'll manage to get the handle. So go follow us on all them and reach out and we will happily talk with you about everything and anything, the books. Uh, on the Wattpad, we will be posting a little like blurb summary from each of us about the story. Um, and you should tell us once you've read it on there as well. But I think that's everything. Um, wherever you're listening to this, please leave a review. Uh, or a rating because that's how we kind of gauge from that kind of platform how you think about everything that we're doing and discussing because at the end of the day this is a platform for us to discuss Wattpad and as we discussed in episode zero Wattpad is such a good community that we want this to be more than just us chatting shit for an hour we want you guys to be able to feel like you can engage with us so yeah and that's probably why we want to talk stuff that you want to discuss. Is there anything you want us to discuss that is not reviews to do with Wattpad? Um, like, has the community changed? Uh, do you feel there is a bias towards fan fiction-y stuff? Whatever you want to say, please give us a wee message in either Instagram or Twitter. Or if do you have a book recommendation? We now have a Google uh, document where you... Forms, that's the word where you can recommend your books to us. The only real, like, thing that we ask is to make sure it's a complete book because the worst thing is to be recommended an amazing epic book and know it's only, like, three chapters long. We can't really review that. That's the only thing. But, yeah, that is us kind of doing our little word spiel at the end or me just talking really fast. And we will see you in two weeks' time for episode three! where we discuss lovebirds. Thank you for listening to us. Bye. Bye!